reach the city. You know, one thing that I think about a lot is heaven, for many reasons. I think that um, our days are numbered. I think the Lord is coming soon. I think every sign is um, there. And so many times I think about the city. I think about the lights in the city. We're going to be talking also about some times with the Israelites in the desert. And oftentimes I've seen myself in my life walking in the desert, walking and walking. But up above, I can kind of see the lights of the city. And that has held me together lots of times. And so, I'm really excited about what we're going to be doing. I'm really excited about it. And so I said before, one of my favorite quotes is saying the journey, which I, I'm i referring a lot of times to my own life, to Tiffany's life, to my, to my family. But I often have said, wonder what people's stories are. Being in the funeral business, I always wondered what their story was, what they did in life, what, what was... What was important? Because we each have a story. And you're on a journey. And you have a story. Today we're going to talk about uh, storms of life. Well, we've all been in physical storms. We've also been in spiritual storms, emotional storms, financial storms. We've all been in storms. Well, we know that Paul was shipwrecked three times. And I don't have the verse in front of me, but I, he talks about his woes. You know, I was stoned, I was shipwrecked, I was beaten, I was this and that. And uh, but he still had his eyes on the prize. We know Noah wrote the waves for about 150 days. I think he knows about some storms, don't you? And then Jonah, he spent some time in the belly of a whale or a big fish or something, and you got to admit, that would be just it. I mean, I, I don't even know how to think that one through, so I don't even want to. The disciples were in a boat with Jesus, and they've been with Jesus. Jesus is their friend, they hang out with Jesus, I mean, they see a few miracles, but... So they're in this boat with Jesus, and Jesus is sleeping. Jesus slept, just like us. And so a storm occurred that was really tumultuous, because the disciples, who a lot of them were fishermen, and most of the time they would fish at night. So they were used, I mean, you know, being out on the boat at night, that's just creepy. And you don't know what, you know, but then this was their life, and so they were used to a lot of things. But they became so frightened that they were fearing for their lives. So that must have been quite a storm. And so they woke Jesus up and said, Master, don't you care if we drown? I love this. 
Uganda. Rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. And everything became still. Do you love that? They woke Jesus up, so I say, Lord, I call him on the phone, my, my, my spiritual phone. I say, Lord, I got a storm. Help me. I need you to help me. And he goes, Stormy still. Quiet. You know, the scripture doesn't say he said it with a huge, loud voice, like a thunder, or he just whispered it. But Jesus just has to speak it. And he comes to the Storms of light come in all kinds of sizes. The raindrops can be all kinds of sizes. I love it. I, I've seen it on a couple occasions in my life where it rains on one side of the street and the other side is dry. I mean, don't you just think that's just the oddest thing and how you're just trying to think like there's this, you know? Isn't that amazing? And the winds can be mild and they get to the place that you can't even stand. Don't you love it when there's something going on and they've got to show the weatherman out there? Wouldn't you love to be that person? Now go out there and show them how strong the wind is. As they're like, you know, and their umbrellas inside out. And yeah. And storms, how difficult they can be to see when we're driving, you can't see what's ahead. And when they are at night, storms are even scary. So let's look at the hope we have in the storm calmer. Praise God. Well, I tell you, he's good at that. I looked this up because I love the word journey. Journey is mentioned 242 times in the Bible. People were on a journey. Speaking about a journey, people were always going somewhere, being led somewhere, having to get somewhere, seeing the star and getting there, trying to get somewhere, sailing on a ship, getting there. Everything is really about point A and whatever point they're going to. And isn't that what our life is? We were born, and but we're all on this journey to get to there. Which we get there anywhere, anyway. God's plan for our lives. And 37 times the Bible verses talks about storms. The turn to Psalm 107. And I'm looking at. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't read my own writing. One, um, chapter 107, look at 29. How I wrote it, I couldn't figure out what I was trying to say. I'm going to start at 26. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he brought them out of their distress. 
He stilled the storm to a whisper. The waves of the seas were hushed. They were glad when it grew calm, and he guided them to their desired haven. Let's give, let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love. He stilled the storm. And then Psalm 120, first line, first verse. I call on the Lord in my distress, and he answers me. Hallelujah. Isaiah 46, 4. And I can tell you these later if you'd like to know. Even to your old age and gray hairs, I am he. I am he who will sustain you. Even when we get gray hairs. Some of us color our hair. Sometimes we don't know what color it is. I have made you and I will carry you, I will sustain you, and I will rescue you. Now I can tell you right now, I can almost run around this room just on those verses. I have been so desperate for God to help me in my life. I'm so so <coughs> desperate that I, I thought if he doesn't show up, I don't even know what the answers are. I know what fear's like. I've been you know, when you're married or you have family or whatever, and you have people that you can kind of fall on, but you know they'll fix it. But when you become alone and you're like, it's scarier. And even though sometimes we're tough and it's not like we, you know, can't do things by ourselves, but the strength of another person is unbelievable. But when I know that the Lord says, I made you and I will carry you. I will sustain you and I will rescue you. Good thing he's strong when he carries me. But he can do it again. You can have peace in the midst of the storm when you know God is in control. You know, it's not always easy to trust the Lord. I'll tell you what, I, I'm sure you're probably like me. Sometimes I have the greatest faith that ever was. I mean, I almost feel like I could just, I mean, I just got it. And sometimes I'm questioning if God's going to show up. I forget all the things that he helped me get through yesterday, and today I'm worried if he'll come back. I'm just being real. No matter how severe the storm when you're with God, there is always a rainbow waiting at the end. God's voice is glorious in the thunder. We can't imagine the greatness of his power. Psalm 57, 1 says, Have mercy on me, O God. Have you ever thought that? Lord, have mercy. I look to you for protection. 
I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until this violent storm is past. Is that us, like, running to Jesus and kind of hiding underneath him? Like a little child hiding behind our mom or our dad for safety, standing behind them? I will hide beneath the shadow of your wings until the violent storm is passed. And the peace that I we will feel. One of the greatest scriptures, and this scripture was everything to my father. Second Timothy 1:7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and of sound mind. My dad saw God's finger. And I believe it. In an old dirty gas station, when he was about ready to crack up and was at the end of his road and felt like he was in a nervous breakdown. My mother was had tuberculosis and he drove 150 miles back home and left my mother up in Mansfield. He was desperate in his life and thought he couldn't go one more mile. He was at the end of his rope. And he went into this dirty old gas station and got some odd cents. My dad never had money. And some little pennies of gas he didn't even need. And went into the washroom that was filthy to just maybe wash his face. Gosh. My dad said that he saw the finger of right on this dirty mirror in the back. And he had said, Son, for God has not given you the spirit of me, but power and love and a sad mind. And my dad got back in that car and sang all the way back to Power in the storm, remembering God's past faithfulness. See, I have a problem with that sometimes. Because I think, no, when you show up, it's like a 50 50 chance. When you show up this time, and there is no storm too dark, God cannot calm it. There is no sorrow too deep, He cannot soothe it. He will carry you. You ever been in a storm about that dark? Or a sorrow too deep you didn't think you'd ever be in a problem? When you feel as though your life is falling apart, run to God's refuge. Inside, you will find safety, security, and love that will survive any storm. Peace, I leave you. My peace, God says, I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So in the storm, he says, I'll be here with you. Now I have to tell you, 
that there's been times that God didn't take the storm away. I would have loved for him to show up a few times and just been quiet. But I had to learn to trust him and I had to learn to walk through it. But God held my hand all the way. And I learned a lot of things through it. Oh, I fell many times. I got some doo-doos. Went to the, back to the Red Cross to get some big bandages. Cried. Crawled. Screamed. Etc. But the Lord picked me up everywhere I went. Desperate and soul-stirring prayers result in answers. When God is sought in desperation, he responds. Don't tell God how big your storm is. Tell the storm how big your God is. Speaking to you, storm, I know you're scaring me. But do you know my God? He's bigger than you. And he can calm you down in just a little pinky way. When you pass through the waters, I'll be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, oh, they won't sweep over you. He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. Those circumstances rage like a storm. We can remain secure when we stand on the rock. And sometimes, I don't know about you, I'm sorry that I'm using my own self here, but you know what? I'm just going to be real. I've been through some, some fallacious moments. Sometimes I felt like God was on an island standing on the, the littlest patch of grass, holding on, and the waves were coming around, not knowing how I was going to even hold on. But when we stand on the rock, God's peace is not the calm after the storm. It's the steadfastness during it. God knows the things that you're going through. He knows how you're hurting. Don't you love that? You see, he knows just how your heart has been broken into. But he's the God of the stars, of the sun, and the sea. And he is your father, you see, who can calm the storm. Praise be to God. Bless me, sure. <clears throat> you know, one Bible verse Jesus said, I do believe that one. I'm kidding, he did, but he said, You will have trouble. So he wasn't kidding about that one, was he? But what did he say? But be a good cheer. For I have overcome the world. I believe that being in church makes a difference in our storms. Uh, definitely. I believe that being with other believers is 100% guaranteed got to be. 
I believe that we need community to pray together, to love each other, to talk things through. I believe we can't make it without our Bible reading. I believe that we need God more than we need anything else. Yesterday, I sat down um, to get some things together for today at my kitchen, and I was there for several hours looking up scriptures and looking at things. And that time, taking from all the other junk that I feel like I do, taking time, sitting down, and just engaging with the Lord. And having hit the holy book, do you know what that does for you? I'm in the presence of the most holy God. I'm in the presence of the one who can do everything that I need. Sometimes it's not that I need all kinds of other things. Sometimes, and when I do, but sometimes I just need peace. Peace in my soul not to feel anxious. Or, or disturbed, and, and I'm telling you, I can be, I'm, I'm serious, the devil likes me, I, I, but uh, God is my overcomer, but I can be just calm, and one minute my brain's going somewhere, and I'm thinking about something crazy. I'm thinking how to get there, and then i got to calm that sea. So peace sometimes is the most precious item that you don't feel anxious, and I'm not like, oh my God, i got to go, and then i got to and then I gotta go there, and then I gotta go find gosh, when I forgot the birthday card, and then I gotta stop, and then, right? Lord, just help me be me. Help, help me to make it through today. Help me not to feel so anxious, and help me, help me not to be so worried about something that really doesn't matter. And then, Lord, if I need help, bring people in to help me, or, or help me in this situation. Because when we get anxious and we get crazy and whatever you want to call your stuff takes us away from the presence of the Lord and gives us such anxiety. I like that peace stuff. I mean, sometimes it's fun to go on those rides, but sometimes it's great when it stops. <laughs> right? And if they go, you want to go one more time? I'm like, mm And it's nice when the waves go. I went on Craig and I before about about a month before we got married. I treated him to a hot air balloon ride. And it's the funniest thing because I'm scared of heights, but I was really calm. I was like, I'm not afraid at all. But when I saw the basket, I was like, that's the size of it. <laughs> I mean, I was, I don't know what I thought, like it's gonna be like my living room, but the basket's not real big. You know, it's wet. I'm thinking. And so, we, it's only like four people, most, you know. And so we got up and it wasn't too bad, and then let me tell you, I held on to these poles like this. Craig is like looking over, leaning, practically, you know, I go. And so the, the man said, Could you why don't you turn around? Because I was like this way. Uh -huh. And I was like, 
I was petrified. I was so scared. I, I just, I mean, all I could think about was I wanted to sit, maybe I could sit down. I was working it through. Maybe if I could sit down. Went through trees. We got higher. I mean, I was like, this is not for me. But when it got a little lower, I was like, look at that. But when we was in the danger zone, when the waves were getting high, I was pained. But when it brought it down, then it was calm. And so it's, we get scared that Jesus is okay. So when it gets rainy outside and the storms really blow, we've got to anchor on to Jesus. We've got to pray, we've got to talk to him, we've got to tell him how we feel. And we got to say, Lord, I need you to show up. Because I don't care who you are, we can't do it without you. Put your hope in the Lord. And it's okay to have an umbrella, amen. Amen. Praise God. I took my troubles to the Lord. I cried out to him, and he answered my prayer. So we don't tell him. Huh? Yes. All right. Let's uh, turn to 140.